This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Age of Radio. How are you doing, my dear? Not so bad. Thanks again for rescheduling for me. That was like a nice reminder of just like, hey, you think your body works? Nope. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah. No, I uh, I totally totally like was actually super grateful you were rescheduling. Um, I've got three broken teeth, and what? all oh, three no. of them, and I've had one of them. I has been broken for like twenty years. Like, it, it's a thing, and it was a dentist who broke them, so I'm afraid <gasps> to go back. Um, but all three of them decided to abscess that day. No. And, like, I'm getting much better now, but it's also, like, Rona, so I, I can't even get to see a dentist if I wanted to. Sure. Uh, so, like, my mouth hurts so bad, like, that <sighs> Steve was like, Dan wants to reschedule, is that okay? And I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Like, by the time it was, like, podcasting time, I was sort of just, like, eating ibuprofen and crying a little oh, bit, so. I'm so sorry. Oh, and... it's so much better now. Okay, good, 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 good. And if yeah. you ever have a tooth abscess, I have many years of uh, experience on how to make it more manageable if you ever need tips oh thank you thank you so much uh yeah this was the 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 wonderful part where i was just like cool it's been a day but it's gonna be awesome and what what just happened to my neck oh no all i was doing was trying to sit down no you're over 30 oh i've done the (laughs) the sneeze in my sciatica or whatever had something to say about it i'm like uh why i was I was sitting down or, oh. you know, something like that. <laughs> we were setting up for the craft show. You lifted one of the folding chairs and, like, popped oh, the yeah. rib. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, fuck you. Fuck you, body betraying me like this. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, it was fortunate because I was still able to, like, move around. Um, most of the time, it's my back that betrays me. And yeah. so the fact that it was my neck, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm just going to slowly move to the bed. Uh, Ryan, get my phone so I can cancel all my things. Oh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, it was. It it's unfortunate, but here we are, slightly better now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> Woo! Slightly better in 2022. That's the motto. Oh, no. <laughs> and yes, yes, it is. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steven Izzy Who's my girl? My girl has love in her heart And snow in her eyes in her blood. Happy birthday, kiddo. Mrs. Norris. I'm very sorry for your loss. We have three suspects in custody, but they're all linked to the Garcia cartel. No witnesses have been willing to step up. These cartels are no joke. They've got everyone in their pockets. You've been through a terrible tragedy. Maybe you didn't see what you think you saw. 
That's him. Maybe you've made a mistake. Number three, number five, number four. They did it. Is it possible that your recollection isn't what you thought it was? The evidence is insufficient to hold the defendants over for trial. You think that you're going to have justice? Make them all pay. Five years ago, Riley North just disappeared. Completely off the grid. So she spends the last five years doing what? Training. Well, that's new. Do you honestly think Riley North did this? Today's the five-year anniversary of her family's murder. She's back. that makes this area low crime it is low crime because of her at least somebody's doing something find her i don't care if you have to burn the city down watching someone take everything from you it turns you into somebody else social media is lit up with support for her she's a multiple homicide suspect not to them she's not Pretty much wing it from there. Yeah. yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Missy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight. Uh, we are continuing Feb Fatale <gasps> with 2018's Peppermint. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah. Oh, but babe, we are not alone for this treat. <gasps> what? What? That's right. Joining us, we have huge fan of female assassin movies from Happily Ever Aftermath, Diana. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Diana, what's your favorite female assassin movie? Um, I mean, just off of the top of my head, uh, Leon the Professional. Oh, it's a good choice. It's a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and was this your first time watching Peppermint? Indeed it was. And when the list of movies for this month came up, I'm just like, oh, oh, I'm going to watch this one. And then I forgot. Oh, right. Child murder. Hashtag child murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they kind of give that away in the trailer. But... I know. And yet I still foolishly thought that um, I would be okay with it? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, babe, was this your first time watching it? Yes, this that's, is my first time watching it. That's right. I watched it without you. Was it? Gosh, when would it have been? Did you watch it when? Because it would have been like two years ago. It must be when you were in California for Christmas or something. Oh yeah, there was that like two weeks I was in California for Christmas yeah. shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah this, this was my second time, and I just remember uh, watching this and thinking, huh. All right, that wasn't that bad. If, uh. <laughs> Did it get better with age? Like actual peppermint? Maybe. Ooh, maybe. Mm. Mm, speaking of peppermint, babe, See. I need a little refreshment. I don't know about you. That's not peppermint flavored. Oh, uh, well, that's okay. But Peppermint schnapps have... is overrated. <laughs> we have, in honor of all the white people in this week now. Oh, <laughs> no, we have a Stella Artois... Leger Belgian Brewing Company. Ooh. 
founded in 1366. Damn, so wow. 650 plus years of making Stella. Yeah, uh, this was bottled October of last year, so relatively fresh for nice. where we're at. Uh, let's see, 3.2% alcohol by volume. Yeah, it's nice. It's like it's early in the day here. Oh, my top. Nice. And the pour. Yeah. Ooh, that's a very clear beer. It's uh, quite effervescent. Lots of, lots of size bubbles. Lots of size bubbles make me happy. <laughs> that's how it works, right? <laughs> Ooh. It smells just a little skunky. Yeah. It smells a little light struck. Not surprising. It comes in green glass. Yeah, there's definitely a little, uh, little heightened green apple on there, and uh, yeah, but pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Here, good man. all day drinking beer. Top you off there. That's mm. good. Yeah, mm. uh, overall just nice light. Yeah, this is this is the all day drinking beer. Probably won't bother, <laughs> won't raise your alcohol level at all <laughs> yes yeah, so you've all been to weddings you've had a stella right yeah <laughs> come on even i've had a stella <gasps> diana are you drinking anything delicious on your end uh i do love my my water and uh i was smart enough to make sure that i removed the uh the stainless steel uh straw before we started recording <gasps> Ooh. Clunk, clunk, clunk. The <laughs> nice. oh she's going hard with the water <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. it must be cold anyway, because <laughs> the water, the ice. Anyway, so 2018's peppermint. <laughs> Speaking of going hard, wait, no, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should have saved that for when you said the cast. Go on. Oh, Boom. from director Pierre Morel. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he's the director of District B13, like the oh. original French version. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, also, the first Taken. <gasps> Oh, hey. Yeah, From Paris with Love, which I think is a John Travolta movie that, that sounds saw. like it. Isn't he yeah. like shaved head or something? Yeah, something it has, like but that. still has like the, I don't know, evil twin goatee or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Gunman, which is uh, the Sean Penn movie that uh, anyone who's listened to our Ava episode, <laughs> that's oh. like, that's the movie that Sean Penn was the hit man. Oh, okay. I thought, okay. <laughs> Alrighty, the one where you you thought it was uh, Sean Penn and Dennis from Always Sunny in Philadelphia? <laughs> yeah, their okay. elderly brother. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then this, and he's uh, done a few projects, but nothing major after after this. <laughs> Alright. Mm-hmm. Uh, written by Chad St. John. Who's he, Steve? Uh, he's the writer of Punisher, the Dirty Laundry Short. That's the uh, one starring Thomas Jane, friend of the podcast. <gasps> Um, as Punisher that was made, um, I can't remember if it was, I think it was after, like it was the, it, it was like trying to get a sequel out of that Punisher uh-huh. movie. Okay. Like, it, like it was the gritty kind of like 10 minute short that they did or something. So they already did the first Punisher and it's just like, let's keep going rather than, hey, let's make a Punisher. See what we can do in 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like a, like a DVD extra. They're like, hey, I know this one wasn't the best Punisher because it was PG-13, but uh, if we bump it to R, I mean, uh-huh. yeah. uh, but he also wrote <clears throat> London Has Fallen. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, the director of London Has Fallen was the director of Ava, which is the movie I just referred to, so you're going to see some similarities. Um, <laughs> this, and then his latest, uh, I guess, one he wrote 
replicas, which is that Keanu Reeves, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, have not seen it, but am aware of it. Yes, it was on How Did This Get Made, so that should give you a hint. <laughs> uh, this movie we have Miss Jennifer Garner as Riley North. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Gallagher Jr. as Detective Stan Carmichael. And M-E-T-H-O-D Man as uh, another detective who shows up in the third act for like three minutes. (laughs) Oh, and Steve like jumped off the couch when he showed me. He's like, Special Man! Special Man! (laughs) Wu-Tang! Yeah. (laughs) Uh, how, how uh, How did you watch this one? Uh, let's see here. Uh, on a tablet? Oh, like a Amazon Prime or streaming uh-huh. service? Uh, yes. Ah, it nice, was nice. it was streamed as it fell off a truck. Damn it! I should not say these things when things are being reported. <laughs> it was super legally streamed with paid content for all the creators. Indeed, yeah. I want to make sure Jennifer Garner gets that forty-five cents. Oh, she's not even getting 45 cents. It's like 1.4 cents. That's why she has to do Capital One commercials. Right? Uh, What is in your wallet, Steve? (laughs) Uh, But we watched this on DVD. Uh, Thanks to Netflix. Yes, they still deliver DVDs. Yeah. (laughs) I I had to write down some of the uh, movies that were uh, being previewed before the movie started. (laughs) Yes. uh, You know, maybe a spoiler for next month. uh, (gasps) Mile 22, (laughs) starring Marky Mark and... uh, uh, Iko Uwe's oh, from the Raid. Oh, that's right. We watched that. Ronda Rousey for like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one where they're trying to get across like Taiwan or something, right? Uh, yeah. yeah okay. Well, yeah, I forget the city, but yeah, it was like, yeah, ta- Taipei or Kuala Lumpur or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that one is just off my radar. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's. Spoiler it... alert. It's. It's all you want from a dumb action movie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Back on my radar yeah. then. Don't. Don't don't look if, look at it for character development or big emotional plots, but you do said, look at it for some cool some like really sick fight scenes. <laughs> no 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 no. You said Marky Mark and Ronda Rousey. I was nowhere near going to be looking for deep character development here. <laughs> she was only on screen for a few minutes, but Ronda Rousey's performance was riveting. I mean, she just was like, absolutely snubbed by the Oscars. I mean, like Judy Dench in uh, Shakespeare in Love, it, it all has potential. <laughs> right there you go and that was followed by happy time murders oh no oh. yeah <laughs> that movie had so much potential i know yeah God. Uh, uh and then one of our favorites that we surprisingly haven't done on this podcast yet <laughs> skyscraper oh shit that's it's right next want... week i mean maybe oh, <laughs> oh guys I love Skyscraper. <laughs> All right. And uh, Operation Finale. Um, I think that's the one where, like, Ray Fiennes is, like, a... World War II something something? Yeah, World War II. He's, like, the head of the concentration camp. And, yeah, it goes from there kind of thing. I expected yeah. more from Voldemort. Right? <laughs> oh, this is uh, before he lost his nose, though. Oh. Oh, prequel. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh so the movie starts after all these wonderful previews getting you basically geared up for what you're about to watch. Sure. And, uh, and we see a Cadillac rocking in a parking lot. So you know what that means. No. <laughs> uh, yep. Still don't go knocking. Yeah. Just, just, just don't go knocking. Just walk the other way as fast as you can. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then we take a peek inside, and yeah, they're uh, Jennifer Garner and somebody else. They're fighting and and getting stabbed, and then plow head canoe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, and then we get her, you know, coming out of the car, walking around, dragging the corpse, throwing it in the trunk, and then uh, basically some two thousand three rock is what I have for the little opening. <laughs> <laughs> it's like watching Supernatural or something. I don't know, <laughs> or one of the early Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> so then we cut to what I've written down as intensity, intense city, uh, because we're in a tense city. And uh, Jennifer Garner like goes into a van, and she's you know uh, uh, struggling, uh, just bleeding, and uh. yeah, <laughs> she's, break like, out try- the uh, duct tape and the vodka. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the troops the, of this month, the trailer park first aid kit. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> and uh, we see some little kids watching, and uh, apparently she got cut in her leg like real bad, like. Oh, that's right. She pulled out the uh, the staple gun or whatever. Oh, the... gross. Uh, yeah, that... Shot... Spoiler, guys. That's not how you staple things together. It's not a goddamn actual staple gun. It was, it was one of the, like, surgical ones or whatever. Right? It was white. <laughs> I assume that means it's surgical, right? Yep, everything white is surgical. We have a surgical Christmas tree, Steve. We sure do. <laughs> Every anime remake in Hollywood is surgical. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ghost in, Ghost in the Shell is the most surgical movie I've seen in a while. Izzy's faster than me, so she got there first. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would appreciate it, though. <laughs> Ow. I stole her joke. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so she's doing all that. And then she uh, hears a little knock at the door, opens it up, and the kids give her a Christmas present. Or, no, it was like a stocking with a present inside or something that's right and uh diana what what was that present uh steve you should tell the listeners what that present was (laughs) it was some chocolate peppermint girl scout cookies oh shit i forgot yes you are correct (laughs) they were thin mints guys this movie's called peppermint i believe this is one of two times the word peppermint is mentioned (laughs) there is a whole scene that was in the commercials that kind of made me not want to watch this movie (laughs) that was cut from this because i kept waiting for it to freaking show up that like made the peppermint part like actually viable i mean yeah it was only not even well yeah so ryan had asked me he's like so why is this movie called peppermint i'm like uh because it's her daughter's favorite ice cream flavor because it could have been called lady death wish <laughs> that's not her favorite flavor though yeah. so so there was like one of the commercials for this the one that like made me like oh i don't know if i want to watch this uh we'll get to the the scene where like she's buying ice cream for her daughter yeah and she like bends down and she's like once upon a time there was a little girl and she had hair like gingerbread and eyes like buttons and her butt smelled like peppermint and that was like the voiceover, and then it, you know, it was like, a woman scorned! Vengeance! And I was just like, this movie's called Peppermint because her butt smells like peppermint? This is what we're going with? And then, so I was waiting for that scene to show up because I'm like, here it comes, here it comes. Wait, what? No! No, no, no they cut it out, son of a bitch! I wanted to mock this! <laughs> you still can, you still can. How dare you take this from me, director of Taken? Yeah. 
I'm going to see if I can find the peppermint commercial. Oh my god. Oh, don't worry. I, I'm sure it was played during the opening. Babe, why are you Googling butt smells like peppermint? You know that's not going to come up. Uh, yeah, nope, that's not what I wanted. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Absolutely shocked. Definitely don't put in peppermint trailer or something. <laughs> Movie peppermint. Well, yeah. Otherwise you get a lot of York peppermint patty commercials, which, by the way, aren't that bad. Right? Mm. Let's see. When I bite into a York peppermint patty, I get a sensation that I'm going to mm. have to revenge the hell out of the people who have killed my daughter. What? Right. That I'm on scorned. top of the Swiss Alps, and I'm committing vengeance against an entire society of Yakuza. I don't know. <laughs> Why, why, why are you in the Alps? I don't know. Yakuza's everywhere. <laughs> All right. I found the official trailer. It's two and a half minutes long. I, I think they get... It, play it. It's, what? It probably gets it out in the next first couple seconds. I hope so. I seem to remember it's like right at the beginning. But we are going to try and skip ads. Corrupt judges. Dirty cops. What do I want? Patty shoved up her ass. Whoa, mom. That was what? not in the cut we watched, correct? Nope. Was not we would have noticed that? The final version. <laughs> I didn't make it up. I didn't make it up. Do you think that, like, test audience were just like, no, 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 no. See, this needs to be slightly less tragic. Um, so take out the part about peppermint in her butt. Oh, I'm I, I'm sure it was one of those, like, they released the trailer and, like, immediately critics are like, are you going to watch a movie about an yeah. eight-year-old with peppermint in her butt? They pulled a Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, no, no, that's not the real CGI. I, I'm yeah. still 100% convinced that movie did not exist. That was just their test to see if there was even a market. There you go. Mm. So anyway, she looks at these chocolate peppermint Girl Scout cookies. And thinks better kids' butt. And then we flash back for the next 45 minutes. All right, hold on, guys. <laughs> but we immediately flash back to uh, her and her daughter, you know, carrying Girl Scout cookies away from like a supermarket, and a woman I just have written down as Karen. I, oh, I think, yeah. I think we find out later her name's like Peg or something. No, Peggy. it's not. It's Karen. It's She's Karen. Karen in canon. Oh, it's Karen. Okay, well. No, 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 no. I don't know what it is, but in our hearts and minds, <laughs> she she will appear to be known as Karen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. But uh, but she's basically like, you know, this is our spot. You can't just do that. You got to bring it up at the dead meeting and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, uh, whatever. I didn't know you had a fucking territory on the supermarket <gasps> or whatever. Oh, this is what prepared her for what she has to do in her next life. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, because the daughter, uh, Carly, she's like, you should kick her butt, mom. And she's like, no, I can't do that. We'll just be as bad as they are. Uh -huh. I don't think you can ever be as bad as they are. Right. Oh, and then we meet the husband, uh, who's apparently a mechanic, um, and he's on the phone, and he can't get the money for something. I, I'm like, well, then you're not mechanicking right. That's, <laughs> I mean, me mechanics make money, guy. <laughs> so he, uh, he gets a business proposition by, like, one of, was it, like one of his buddies is like, hey, if you want to make a little money on the side, I was still looking for a driver. And I'm like, okay. 
Mm-hmm. All right. This is, I guess, what we're going to go with in this movie. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like meant to be the one big score. I'm like, y- y- you can't do the one big score and there have never been any other scores. So. Right. Uh, like, yeah. And I like how he's like, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I-, I guess I'm in, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but then it's, oh, my God, it's Carly's birthday party. But nobody's yeah. there. Oh, no. Oh, oh, wait. One one really yeah, very important thing is um, sh- uh, Riley, uh, Jennifer Garner. She has to work that morning, but then she drops off her daughter. She's like, I will be there. I will be there. And then her boss is just like, now nah, you have to work the whole day now. Oh, that's right. She, like, works at the bank or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah but yeah, she, yeah. but, like, like when they were picking up the girl, or, uh, yeah, packing up the Girl Scout cookies, that her daughter was like, I know you took the whole day off for my birthday. So, like, no, she didn't have to work. Mm. tell your oh, boss weird. no don't don't even tell your boss no don't answer the phone yeah. Hmm. yeah like oh i'm sorry i had the day off i wasn't checking my messages you're a goddamn bank <laughs> get your shit together Oy. yeah pretty much but you know you, you you gotta get the circumstances no matter how stupid they are for this to all play out so here we are and then, uh, yeah, so nobody shows up to uh little girl's birthday party because also karen uh had uh, decided last minute to throw her own little party with like you know at, at the mansion with the pool or mm-hmm. I don't know Chuck E. Cheese wherever the fuck she did, mm-hmm. uh, so all the kids went there instead, and it's like oh nice, <laughs> um, and it, and we find out it's around Christmas so Christmas movie huh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah so then we go luckily. I mean, the Christmas carnival's in town, so we should totally do that. Yeah! I'm totally going <laughs> to do that. <laughs> hey, you want some ice cream? Let's go get some ice cream. Okay. I love ice cream! What flavor do you want? Peppermint! Ugh, any, anything but peppermint. Anyway. <laughs> peppermint's my favorite. It's my only personality trait. Right. I mean, I'd, I would enjoy peppermint, but you keep talking about how my butt smells like it, so now I have a problem. Now I have some sort of body dysmorphia where I think my farts smell like peppermint. Hey, Mom, Ugh. am I supposed to stick this in my butt so it keeps smelling like peppermint? No, get that candy candy. Put that down. <laughs> I'm really confused. There's a lot of mixed messages here. Well, speaking of mixed messages, then the dad has to make a call because he's, you know, hanging out with his family. Remember, no, I don't want to get in the CD underbelly world. Sorry, man. I gotta, I gotta back out. Thanks, though. You know, thanks for the opportunity, but uh, I can't do this. I'm sorry. You'll find somebody else. It's just a driver, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Tell that to baby driver. Said so, so <gasps> said to literally anybody in the underground. Like, where the fuck you? You're not driving a race car track. You know, it's not like right? you need. You don't need Ryan Gosling to be showing up in his fucking '80s leather, leather jacket and. Look, we were going to get the transporter, but he's got a DUI and he just really doesn't want to break his parole he's, right now. He's doing another movie for Luke Basson. <laughs> yeah. And we really can't let Luke know that this movie's going on because he's got kind of a thing with female assassin movies. Apparently every single female assassin movie belongs to Luke Basson. Yeah. Good for him. It's like, oh, you have a woman who wants vengeance? That's me. <laughs> and yet when he tries to make an escape from new york knockoff with a jail in space ooh, suddenly he's the hack oh see the more i'm trying to go <laughs> is i'm like oh was that like retribution from other people like look you've been on our asses about female assassins for long enough bro we're not letting this slide join us next week for our interview with filmmaker luke Bas- oh, son of a anyway <laughs> <laughs>
Your wife's hot takes is no good for me. Uh, <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Peppermint Shit. <laughs> Peppermint Shits! Oh, right back on brand. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so then we cut to, uh, I guess, the other end of uh, the dad's phone call where it's a dingy-ass interrogation room where uh, his buddy Mickey is just getting his ass beat. And... Uh, then they start pulling out kukris and they're like, well, thanks to Fortune Fire, I know kukris are uh, meant for one thing, and that's chopping, baby. Woo! See? What? <laughs> Binging the entirety of a knife show came in handy. Oh, it was yeah. It podcast. I never would have guessed you'd been decapitated otherwise, right? <laughs> but you knew it was coming. That's how you knew. Fuck. And then he holds the knife, turns around, looks at the camera, and goes, it will cure. <laughs> roll credits guys what do we think now uh <laughs> all right so then we get the the family fun carnival montage oh oh, oh this is the greatest nothing will ever happen it's bad oh, <laughs> and, our lives are perfect in every way and as i've written down isn't this how pay the ghost started yes this is lady want, pay the ghost I, I want the girl to like talk to the jennifer garner and be like mom did you remember to pay the ghost i'm what? sorry what honey <laughs> yeah they're like walking out to the car and uh three guys with face tattoos roll up in their escalade and you know oh that's right jennifer garner had to go back because she forgot to grab napkins or something from the ice cream yep. place or whatever absolutely hey those napkins are the only reason she only got a couple of uh bullets in her not all of them right because uh yeah, the the dad and the little girl Carly, they get lit up like a Christmas tree. <laughs> all kinds of machine guns. And uh and basically she comes running in like Wrath of Man and is <laughs> no. like no! and she takes a couple It's absolutely so Wrath of Man. Yeah. So uh yeah, she got hit too. We get a little scene where with her silent cries of no. Oh, she gets hit in the head. Remember, she Did gets she the bullet it? to the... Yeah, she gets, like, one that grazes her head, because then... Oh, maybe. Well... Because then we're going to cut to she's in the hospital, and they say she's been in a coma for a month. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is that. But but she still had, apparently had enough to do... Right? Like, like she was, like, holding, like, one of the bodies or whatever, right? Like, doing that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. She called over to the two of them, and they were all mm-hmm. together in a little huddled bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh... And then, yeah... No one's at the funeral. Um, and I've written down, man, I hope that dead mother feels like shit. Good old Karen. Oh, right? yes. <laughs> like, so, all right, so here's the thing. Let's pretend that you're petty enough to be like, ooh, that poor girl's having a birthday party. We don't have to We're going to have a dead mother no. party. And it's like, oh, yeah, so her parents took her to the carnival because none of you showed up for her birthday. And they were all shot to death. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm. I like, if I, I don't know, if I just, in a happenstance way, somebody like, hey, Dead Mother Karen's having a party. You want to go? Like, yeah. Like, I don't even know Peppermint Girl. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, that party you went to with, like, the girl who was having the other party, they all got shot to death. Like, right. I never forgive myself. <laughs> sure. <sighs> yeah, but that would require thinking about others, and eh, I don't know. Well, Over- <laughs> I mean, it's not like the movie doesn't address it later in the movie, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, so, so, yeah, so we get the detectives coming on site. Uh, Carmichael and I don't remember the other guy's name, but basically, like, yeah, Carmichael's like, oh man, it's never easy when it's a kid. Uh, no, you're not supposed to think about that. <laughs> you're right. We're just supposed to do our jobs. That's right. 
And then uh, I guess we cut to, I don't know, a month later, apparently. I didn't know if she was in the hospital for a day or two, but yeah, they say she was in a coma for a month or whatever. I'm like, what? And yeah, they have three suspects in custody. So they have a Riley do the usual suspects lineup. And, uh, and of course, it's the guys with really fucking stupid face tattoos as written down. This is why you don't do that. Right? Well, and the problem I had with this scene is if you're bringing in suspects with face tattoos, you bring in a bunch of the guys with face tattoos into the lineup. They can't yeah, be the yeah. only ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you bring bring a bunch of guys from Samoa, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, and this is also where the the detectives are like saying like, yeah, so uh, apparently your husband was involved in a plot to like rob a drug dealer. Um, no, he and... he would never do that. I know, I know. We have a voicemail saying he was out. Yeah, <laughs> but just so you know, this is this is where they came after you. Yeah, this is a guy named Garcia. He's gonna he probably come after you, but. Uh, you know, we need a witness to put these guys away, and maybe that'll start it. I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. <laughs> like, well, this isn't the greatest, but, but at least you'll get vengeance for your family, right? Right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, they also casually mention, oh yeah, this Garcia guy has people on the inside, so... <laughs> so y'all are fucked. Yeah. Like, just just drop it now. You don't have a chance. Oh, well, okay, yeah, she's packing up to leave the house, because I guess she's yep. downsizing now. <laughs> well, she's and, been out of work for a month. They were living paycheck to paycheck anyway with two income. She can't afford that house. She, yeah, she has to sell the house, pay for the hospital bills, because, you know, America. Yeah. And, but uh, a guy in a suit shows up, and he's like, oh, hi, are you uh, are you Rayleigh North? Yes. What the fuck are you doing in my house? You know, like, yeah, by the <laughs> rightly way, so. Like, <laughs> I, I would immediately not be that nice to somebody who just fucking showed up. Right. Babe, you're not that nice to the people we know that show up. So, Look, everybody, I have doorbell dread. I do not like unannounced visitors showing up, and I don't uh, care how much I like you. You're probably not coming in if you just show up. Correct. That is not gonna happen. Yeah. That That's just wildly rude and inconsiderate, as far as I'm concerned. Well, babe, based on this movie, all I'm suggesting is hear the man the suit out, because he's like, hey... Sorry for what happened. Nothing can bring your family back. I'm sure this is a really rough time. And puts a fat fucking stack on the counter. Right. <laughs> and it's like, so, you know, you can, like, take this and start a new life kind of thing. And she's like, what the, what the fuck is this supposed to mean? Get the fuck out of my house! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> no, no, leave the stack. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> no. Which, by the way, yeah, take the money and then tell them to get the fuck out. And use that to fund your plans. Right? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah, that does that does you know create us a, a whole situation later. But go on. Yeah. So then we cut to the trial, where you know, basically we find out the suit is the lawyer for the three tat- face tattoo guys. You, you would think with this much money rolling around, they would have people who could not be traced back to the original people who. Mm-hmm. But yep. here's the actually, thing. I think, though, it's supposed to be that the system is so corrupt they don't yep. even have to hide. Yep, the That's ju- actually, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Steve. I was going to say, yeah, uh, like, throughout this whole scene, it's, like, obvious the judge is, like, I don't know if he's checking his fucking text messages or something while this is going on. Mm-hmm. The DA representing her, he's got mm-hmm. his thumb in his asshole not doing anything. Right. Like, it, it's very much like, you guys are supposed to be helping me. They murdered my family. She, like, flips out and they... Oh, God, when they end up fucking tasing her, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> right. And and, and I, I, for the purposes of this movie, it makes sense that everyone is corrupt. Because if it was just like, our system is broken, which it is, then it would just oh, be yeah. like, but but she killed all of them. Would she kill them because, you know, no, no, everyone has to be corrupt because then it's justified. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it adds to the fodder count <laughs> sure. later in the movie. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's like Tango and Cash, like the the judge and the uh, voice analysis guy. They all got to be in on it, so then they can blow up their shop and have quirky one liners and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Where is her quirky one liners? Uh, <laughs> I think she left them back in Electra. No, I, I have no um... idea. <laughs> Has Jennifer Garner ever been a quirky one-liner? No. Oh, 13 going on 30, allegedly? I was going to say, probably, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to guess in there. I've never seen it, but I guess she's a 13-year-old? I don't know. I mean, you know, she, she it was a comedy, so that counted, right? Okay. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, so after being tased, she's tased so fucking hard, she's being like carted to an ambulance to be taken to the county psych ward. Yeah. Oh, when they say they're like taking her like directly to the psych ward and shit like that, I'm like, really, movie? Okay, all right, here we go. <laughs> well, the judge decreed it, so. Well, I mean, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she uh, knocks out one of the detectives and goes running off into the Mystic Night. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to present day, which we find out means five years later, because apparently I missed the five years, <laughs> five years ago thing. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was just supposed to know that because we started with a flashback when she was stapling herself uh. and looking at Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, we cut to five years from now and um, as I've written down, this is still a flashback, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by, brought on by Girl Scout cookies. Uh, you, you can tell by the length of her hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's been a while since she uh, had it crimped. I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we see uh, three guys hanging from a Ferris wheel Predator style, and uh, <laughs> the detectives oh. are like, holy shit. <laughs> the eyes called in because apparently this is an odd murder in whatever city this takes place in. And uh... <laughs> Actually, if, if I remember correctly, it was um, she, appe- she got it back on the, uh, the radar. Um, because if you remember that they said that they've been tracking her because she stole money from the bank. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, when she ran off, mm-hmm. yeah, we got the whole backstory. Like, yeah, she stole fifty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars from the bank that she worked at, and she's mm-hmm. been off the grid until we caught her on facial recognition like three months ago here in the area, or something yep. like that. That's right. Because right, now we get her. Uh, the this is where we get her montage of uh-huh. uh, all the badassery she's been doing. Yeah, she like loads up in the van, goes to see the judge, and <laughs> yeah, and she's like. And she fucking pulls like a boondock saints like like you corrupt son of a bitch you let my murders my family get away if you can tell me my fucking name i won't blow you to kingdom come right oh and this right here is one of steve's favorite tropes in movies tell me my fucking name (laughs) you tell me this cat's name i swear to christ i'll shoot its head off Yeah, so, <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, the judge is tied up, and, uh, yeah, it's, like, cut between this whole scene and then, like, in the FBI room, they're, like, showing, like, YouTube videos of, uh, Electra cage fighting, or, you yeah. know, Jennifer Garner, and they're doing cage fighting and oh, shit. Oh, she's been fighting in Brazil, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah and she... it turns out, uh, she, uh, she joined the show Alias and got a trainer, and so, therefore... <laughs> right. Apparently she was trained by, uh... Grandmaster Stick of the the hand or oh. Electra backstory, <laughs> and she like 
she like robbed like military grade weapons from a local gun shop and uh today's the five-year anniversary of uh her family's murder oh that's right and the judge's hands are like nailed to his desk or something right. like yeah that. and right. then she blows him to kingdom come Yeah, but vengeance. not before she steals a toy from the judge's thing, because you have to show that she's not a full-on psychopath. She takes that toy, and she gives it to a little boy on there who has a drunk father on the bus as well. And then, like, she's like, I'm still a good person, because, you know, the, the drunk guy, she's just like, you will never get drunk ever again! Yeah. <laughs> With a gun in his mouth. I know your name, I know where you fucking live, if I ever ever hear you getting back on the bottle i swear to christ i'll blow you up or something oh yeah she's like in the like a little bodega like corner store or whatever too and the guy behind the desk is just like yeah do do what you gotta do lady and then she puts it on him she's like you will never sell him another like that's the only place he can buy booze yeah right yeah (laughs) oh oh that's right and also like the Apparently the DA and the assistant DA and all that, they, they were dead too, you know, off camera. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh... But, but they never go back to the, the lawyer of the, of the, the defense lawyer. Oh, well, nobody cares about the lawyer. Well, I wanted him to go because he went into her house. I mean, I'd, I'd kill oh. him just for that. Oh, he's dead. It's just, oh, you know what? He's probably the uh, assistant DA or something. Uh, at this point because you know it's five years later he probably oh, got a nice little promotion yeah. and shit, right yeah. maybe that's where it came in yeah. <laughs> i don't know but, but yeah he did he, he was probably first oh I, I would imagine he would be first yeah yeah like garcia here's like oh yeah this lady went around and killed you know three of our guys and like you know three of the judges and shit so it's gonna be this girl Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the FBI is already in play with the whole backstory thing that Izzy had mentioned. Mm-hmm. So now they're, like, teamed up in a way, Detective What's-His-Nose and um, other female in this movie. Yeah, the FBI lady, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. She goes to the, um, basically the money room for Garcia's operations in the back <laughs> yeah. of this bodega with, like, all these uh, pinatas and stuff streamed up and shit. I'm like, I've been yeah. in this place. I've never checked the back room, though. <laughs> yeah, and what, wasn't there the trope of, like, the ladies in just their panties and underwear, like, moving cocaine, or is that a different I, th- I think that that was the warehouse, maybe where okay. Garcia finds yeah. out. But yeah, that's around this time, too. But, yeah, she goes in there, and uh, there's, like, yeah, eight people up there, you know, just counting money or whatever, or whatever, and mm-hmm. she, like, looks in the door, and someone sees, like, oh, shit! And then she hesitates for, like, gives them, like, three Mississippi to get their guns and all that, and then they right? start shooting her, so it's actually a real shootout, and mm. she... She does, like, that dive out the window onto, like, the lines of pinatas and, like, bah, shelf, bah, bah. Yeah, it's a pretty pretty decent but, but kind of brutal little action scene. A lot of brutal scenes in this. Yeah. Yep. Like, shooting in the foot because she's down low. Yeah. And eventually, yeah, she kills everybody except for, like, the, I don't know, the accountant or whatever that's up in the money room. Yeah. And, and she's basically like, look, I want you to give a message to Garcia. <laughs> And we cut to him, like, telling Garcia, yeah, she, uh, she like, burned all the money, dude. Uh, she didn't take it. She just burned it. <laughs> yep. She jokered it. And, uh, yeah, we get some news exposition to fill in holes in the plot of, like, oh, yeah, it's suspected that, you know, this, it's Riley North, and she lives at this address and could probably be found here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, I want, I want her dead. I want everyone she knows dead. I want everyone in on this. This is, you just gotta be stopped. Yeah. This is some oh. bullshit. 
<laughs> right. I, I want everyone she knows dead. Ooh, about that. Uh. uh well, we're already like five years ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> Good job. You get promoted. Oh, okay. Then we cut to like the LAPD and FBI. They're talking, and apparently there's a super high tech crime lab that looks like, I don't know, fucking headquarters for NASA, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the crime lab shows nothing. Like, there's no pattern to where these killings are happening, or you know where. I, I don't know. They're trying to like figure out where she could be hiding based on where things are happening. I don't know something. Mm-hmm. Let's CSI if cyber crimes this shit. Oh, right. she. And then uh, she's like, oh, yeah, social media says she's a hero and blah, 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 all this other stuff. The people love her. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then they start figuring out, wait, there's no crime happening in this spot right here. What's this? Oh, that's Skid Row. Nobody reports anything there. Hmm. Maybe go check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then, uh, uh, what's her name? Electra. No, uh, Riley. <laughs> yeah. She she goes to the big warehouse, Big Garcia's warehouse, because she knows where it's at now. And she's ready to, like, blow that shit up. And she gets in, and it's quiet. Like, nobody's in there. <gasps> and she sees, like, a little thing of C4 or something. She's like, oh, fuck, it's a setup! Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, like, some guys outside that, like, push a button, and it blows the whole fucking warehouse. And she, like, dived <laughs> down into the sewers or something. I don't know. <laughs> we still don't fully get how that happened. Yeah, or how it would have really helped if it was yeah. a giant fireball. But, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, the important thing is, uh, she's fine. She comes out of the sewers like two miles away or something. Right. Carjacks a dude and then uh, follows the two guys back to you know Garcia's home. Yeah, another one of those things that was really easy to miss. There, there was um, there was a scene earlier where I guess something happened with the cartel and the and the main bad guy where it's just like you know oh one shipment goes gone it's this another shipment's gone it's it's probably this and. It, it turns out she was fucking with the shipments. Yeah, 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 like two shipments lost this week, and I'm like, oh, that's probably like $10 million. That guy'd be dead, period. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right. But he's like, no, no, I'm going to take care of it. So, yeah, yeah, there's that kind of... Mm. Uh, that's the reason he's like, yeah, fucking in this. Got to take care of it now. I want everybody on it, you know, that kind of right. thing. Yeah, she's not, she's not just going after her revenge. She's, like, trying to blow the whole thing up. Yeah, yeah. Good you for know, her. You know, for the kids in Skid Row, which uh, FBI lady's checking out now because she has a hunch. I don't know. Right. And then there's, like, the graffiti of, like, the hooded lady angel with the the wings and shit, like, on the wall. And I'm like, you think that might have been a clue? (laughs) (laughs) I think what's kind of great is that, like, you know, oh, no crime happens here. And it's just like, yeah, because she's got such a reputation. No one would dare try to do anything here. And I'm like, really? Yeah, really? I don't know about that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah totally she's I, mean, I, I mean sure the homeless guy uh, you know other homeless guys they're in tents and stuff yeah they're probably like okay fine whatever i'll just get drunk in my tent and stay there kind of thing but i mean sure but you know yeah she's not there all the time yeah but uh where she is now she's following those two guys to garcia's but she like cuts them off and like shoots them and stabs them and she you know like takes their uh escalade yeah this is actually pretty cool, the way she did this. Uh, right? Okay. okay. Diane, you want to walk us through? So, after she manages to get in the car of theirs, you know, they're, they, they're dead. And and so they pull up into, I'm going to call it the compound. And so the, 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 uh, the gates open up, and it slowly gets through. And she starts shooting people as she goes. Yeah. <clears throat> but eventually it gets to the point where the car is slowly moving forward. She, she kind of gets out and slowly kind of trails behind it and starts picking off people as she goes. Boom, 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 
boom. And then as the car goes, it's like, oh, God, you know, and they come and, and, and try to get there. And she's taking them off as they all come through because they're not really well organized. But at the same time, I don't think they're used to people actually, you know, stealth moving their way in. Yeah, it's not exactly like military security kind of operation, but it's like, yeah, you got the guys at the gate, you got the guys out front with guns. Yep. I'm sure they might be just a little high on the duty, but, you know. Well, not to mention, it's just like, oh, they recognize the car, come on in. So it's like yeah. slightly lax, but at the same time, who the fuck is going to try to come in? And to be fair, the uh, corpse of the, the one yeah. guy she shot or whatever is sitting like yeah. head back in the yeah. in the front seat. So Oh, <laughs> yeah. it's just it's just Dave. Let him in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and eventually yeah she gets into the mansion and starts killing a bunch of people and yeah she apparently had like the has garcia like dead to rights and like it's like pop pop roll credits but it's like no way if there's like another half hour of this movie left so we can't do that mm-hmm. um his like daughter comes around the corner and is like papa <gasps> and she starts having like the weird fucking flashback like oh that could be my daughter blah 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 and of course garcia's like you know, drop kick her and like grabs a gun, starts firing at her and shit, yeah. or like trying to stab her or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he got he got one good one in there. Oh yeah, that's, I think that yeah. this is where he gets she gets the cut on the leg. Uh, right? Leg leg was earlier. She got something. I don't remember what it was though. Ah, but uh, yeah, so she she like runs off because like the cops are showing up too. So like everybody at the compound's like, all right, we need to get the fuck out of here. This, uh, there's, there's all kinds of drugs and dead people here. We need to get the fuck out. <laughs> and yeah, she like, oh, that's right. She like rolls down the hill or something to like get away. And cause something you know, they're like that. in the, you know, high above the bull, uh, and view shelf or <laughs> wherever this mansion is. Right. Something like that. And that's where she has to find somewhere safe where she can get herself all cleaned up. Where is that, Diana? Uh, she went to uh, find the biggest Karen that ever Karened in the history of Karening. <laughs> yeah. Sis's house. Yep. And like Karen's in there like, Riley? Pop! Right in the face. Just punches her and knocks her the fuck out. <laughs> and it could have ended there, but uh, it did not. Nope. So, uh, yeah, basically, uh, we cut to a few minutes later, uh, Karen's tied up and Riley's, you know, fixing her wound and shit. And, uh, yeah, Karen's just like, damn it, where the, where the fuck have you been? You're, you're fucking crazy. I knew you were fucking crazy. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, uh, and Riley's just like, huh, nobody else is here. Are you, are, are you unwed now? What happened? You were such a nice person. You know, like being a oh, bitch. oh, and then she's just like, he left because you're an evil, vindictive bitch, and it's all your fault, and no yeah. one will ever love you. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus. It, and then, yeah, Karen says something like, well, that's probably why your fucking family's dead, bitch. And and then that's yeah. when Riley pulls out the gun and, like, sets it on the table. Like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and she just, Karen just fucking squid mode pieces herself like right there in the stool it it, it amazed me that she even went there where she's just like oh, that's why you're offended oh the, the woman has a gun in your face <laughs> okay and, and do we remember how this conversation ends Steve. so yeah she's peed herself whatever and then she, uh riley's like walking away karen's still tied up and uh, riley just yells back all right i'm gonna burn your house down now <laughs> and i'm like is she gonna burn her fucking yeah. house down <laughs> yeah with her tied up inside because that's a that's a little dark and uh, yeah i think she's just trying to get her no don't you fucking do it now but yeah she doesn't or at least we don't see it on camera oh no she like, does does she 
Yeah, yeah, because the next uh, the next scene with the cops, you hear in the background like, "Please respond to a, f- a fire at like four four six. Oh uh, shit, you're right. Place. I, okay. Like it's sort of in for, the background. For some and, reason, I thought that was like the the warehouse though, but that would have been like. That was like the day before, basically. No, was it? Because she was following the oh, two right. guys yeah, to yeah. the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I was under the impression that she totally fucking did it. Oh. Oh. So was Karen it, dead? I think I so. I oh, don't think shit. so. <laughs> I, that was the vibe I got from it was. Well, I mean, yeah, totally. But I mean, I, I just remember her saying just like, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to set your house on fire. Yeah, I think it was more psychological. Like, I'm gonna bring your house down. She's like, "What? No, no!" Like, like she was just gonna like try to just scream and escape for like an hour before she realized I don't even smell smoke. Maybe it's because so, I have a broken nose. I, I thought she did it. I I, yeah. I thought she was like. <laughs> yeah, I, I could see with the the fire thing, but it's like, oh yeah, I think that's the warehouse, like whatever. But, but we don't, yeah, know. don't know. Could yeah. be either. Guys, what do you think? Hit us up. I mean, the EILF movies. No. I was about to say, set up a poll, Steve. You don't have to. But set up a poll. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve, yeah. set up your poll. <laughs> yeah, here, here, here's the question. Which building was on fire? Was it the warehouse? Karen's house? I'm not going to watch this movie. Guess all, which one's going to get 95% all, of the vote? It's all three of them, babe. It's all three of them. All three, all three can be true. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. I'm not going to watch this movie, but it was definitely Karen's house. Fuck that bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, so where are we? Oh yeah, so uh, so one of the detectives. Uh, this is where Method Man showed up for the first time, because <laughs> right. he's a, apparently also a detective. Though we never, I don't think we ever see his partner. He just mm-hmm. kind of walks up and he's like, "So hey, found out some more stuff about this uh, Riley chick and where she might be." Blah blah blah. Carmichael's going to check out Skid Row, and uh, Carmichael's partner's there. He's like, oh, "Wait, why is he going without backup? Why didn't mm-hmm. you tell me?" Mm-hmm. And so Question. we cut. Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, quick question. I, I'm trying to remember which character was which. Um, so, uh, one of the things that came up is that, is it Carmichael, the, the detective from the very, very beginning? The um, Yeah, well, there's... The, the idealistic one? Yeah, yeah, the the white guy with the mustache. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So he So, he was just like, you know... Uh, had a conversation with his partner and they were going just like, huh, uh, yeah, you gotta check, I gotta check out this thing in narcotics. Well, where's the thing from narcotics? He's like, they haven't gotten back to me yet. And so eventually there's, there's a whole bunch of things being realized at once where um, he's checking out stuff without him. But I I can't remember because eventually Carmichael's partner runs into the guy from narcotics. Yeah. Yeah. I think Method Man's the guy from narcotics is the thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've, yeah, we I kind of forgot to mention my bad. Throughout this movie, we're given that, like, uh, basically Carmichael's, like, you know, the good old Irish cop guy or, you know, whatever, stereotype guy who just, you know, wants to see Riley's killers brought to justice. Like, he's trying to, like, give her good mm-hmm. advice and help her out, but, you know, he's just a cop. What can you do kind of thing? Especially and the, when he's got his partner even telling him just like, you got to be careful, man. Yeah. Corrupt cops everywhere. And you just, I just, I just want to, you, you need to know what you're up against. Yeah. You're, you're giving the red herring that like his partner might be like in league with Garcia. Just kind of tell him like, Hey, back off. You know, oh, yeah. Garcia kills a bunch like, of people. You Garcia know? runs this department. You don't know who works for me, who doesn't. So yeah. it's like at best, his partner's just on the payroll to turn his back. Yeah. At worst, mm-hmm. he's, you know, complicit. He's actively like, participating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, no, it's so like, oh, the partner's definitely, like, at least on the take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So then, uh, so then Carmichael, you know, the altruistic one or whatever, he's going to Skid Row to check out this hunch of his, and he runs into FBI lady, and she's like, oh my god, I've been down here for like two or three hours talking to people, and, you know, apparently, uh, the, this lady Riley, she's like an angel to him, she like cleans up the streets around here and all this stuff. Also, I found this van that has a full fucking arsenal in it, and uh, right. Carmichael's like, holy shit, did you tell anybody about this? Like, no, I haven't yet, I was just about to, blah, 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 he's like... Ah, uh, that fucking sucks, bro. Cow, cow, cow! Mm. Kills her. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> so why you go, always go in with backup, guys? Right? So why you at least even mention your hunches to your partner. Right. But yeah. what if my partner is corrupt? What if? Alright, then you mention it to your boss, too. You mention it to then everybody. Then you live stream you that shit. I don't know. <laughs> Spoiler. Right. Well, yeah, well, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, basically Carmichael like calls up Garcia or whatever and is like, yeah, she's down here somewhere. Yeah, yeah, converge her down here in Skid Row. Let's get her. Yes. And so then, yeah, Riley's, you know, she's injured. She's like fucked up. She's crying in a corner. She's like dreaming about her daughter, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then she just kind of like passes out. Oh, that's right. She's like in like a warehouse down there in Skid Row or something when she passes out. And then uh, this little girl walks up and starts brushing her hair. I didn't realize it was supposed to be the daughter. I thought it was like one of the Skid Row girls or whatever. Oh, ambiguous. <laughs> and then and then when she's like, wake up, mommy. And she like wakes up or whatever. I'm like, was she just saved by a ghost? Is that what I'm supposed to take from that? Or Of course she was. I guess. Mommy, wake up. It's time to go now. <laughs> it's time to kill now. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh yeah the garcia and all the guys show up they got all the guns they're like you know tossing skid row just like ah yeah get her. that's where she is and they're like what the fuck are you talking about i'm i'm, I'm on heroin right now you know like <laughs> they don't know what's going on mm-hmm. but they uh they find a little blood trail and they're like following into the warehouse and then this is where like <laughs> the the final action stuff starts happening where it's like she's bleeding all over the place but she she, like, drops a fucking filing cabinet on one guy. Yeah, that was a good one. Right? I won't lie, that's something that, like, I have often screamed at movies, like, just knock that piece of shit on top of him! Yeah. And, and then she, she did. She's got, like, stun grenades and, you know, like, grabs one of their guns, pop, 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 kills a bunch of them. Eventually she uh, comes out and um, she's like, uh, give me Garcia or all of you are gonna die. And uh, Garcia's like, no, I'm just gonna, you know, kill a bunch of these homeless people and all the kids and stuff, unless you come out just yourself. And this is where Riley starts, like, live streaming, and she's like, look, mm-hmm. this is this is what's happening down here in Skid Row. Those are dirty cops and Garcia and all these people. <laughs> you know, bring all the news cameras, bring all the blah, blah, blah. And, of course, she's going viral, because that's how things work. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So he, like, grabs one of the kids, and he's like, I'm going to count to three. You better come out here. One, two, three. She's like, okay, okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah, was it, like, LAPD, like, shows up or whatever, like, just in the nick of time? Or, or no, they're, they're, they're on the way still. That's right, because uh, yep. Garcia comes up. It's on the up. news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on the news, so it's like, fuck, I guess we got to go there now that everybody knows. We can't just leave it alone like we really would. That's right, Riley's like, Garcia, I see you got all your guys here. Are you just... Are you just afraid of me? Like, you can't take care of me? Just one woman? And, uh, basically punches the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. And she's still talking shit. And, yeah. Basically, it goes on for a few minutes. Let's be real. 
Right. And, oh, and she even starts like ducking and weaving some of his punches and like laughing at him. And I'm like, oh, that's that's a little fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And then the cops show up and uh, uh, Garcia. Oh, that's right. The cops show up and uh, Carmichael's like pulling out his badge. Like it's okay, it's okay. I got this handle. Garcia's like, fuck you, Xavier. <laughs> and like, clow, 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 kills Carmichael like nothing. Yep. And then, and yeah, he you runs You think off. it would be that easy to kill her that way, too, but no. Nope, nope, not in this movie. Can't just nope. do it that way, right? Not at all. All right, well, Garcia runs off, and then uh, what happens? Uh, he goes running into one of the warehouses and starts, you know, ducking through. And uh, a gun that was used to kill the FBI agent by Carmichael was in a shopping cart. And so she had grabbed that. And so now she's got him you know facing down the barrel of the gun that she has but then of course all the cops swarm her and leave it to carmichael's uh, partner to just go like no riley you can't do it this way you can't you can't and so uh Gar- D- doesn't garcia start mocking her basically yeah <laughs> you're gonna go to jail longer than i am and i'm like is she though because like she killed yeah. a lot of people but he's killed a lot of people yeah you know why because he's got shitty lawyers and can pay off judges oh. and shit like that so yeah he's absolutely right. right so Fuck. so what happens so she says, like, oh, we're not going to jail. Boom! Right Face. there. And then she just accepted that it's going to be suicide by cop by her. Boom. Right. And LAPD unloads as they would have before we could even get the whole back and forth, honestly. They'd be like, she's got a gun. Shoot that guy, too, just in case. No, no, no. Hold your fire. Hold your... Oh, fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, um, shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they fire on her and... Uh, now there's some commotion, and in all the commotion, <gasps> Riley's gone. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no body. It's like, no. wait, no, 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 we shot her, right? No, 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 you shot her. Yeah. Oh, you got her a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the cops just toss the village, or you know, the little tent village, like uh, Garcia's guys were, and <laughs> keeps going on looking for her. God, I was napping. Come on. I'm like, oh, damn it. So then we cut to the cemetery at dawn, mm-hmm. and Riley's there at the North Grave site. With Carly and whatever the dad's name was, I, I forget. Husband. And the cops show up and they're like, Riley, you gotta come with us. And she's like, I'm fucking dying, man. This, or no, <laughs> what was it say? Like, uh, this, this, oh no, the, the detective guy's like, this isn't where the story ends. And she's like, it's where it is for me. <laughs> Lights out. We then cut to the hospital uh, where there's like news and uh, oh yeah yeah the news is all like is she a vigilante or a hero and blah 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 and uh, the chief of police she's like uh, uh, you know chief of police up there and he's like oh yeah I mean she she killed people and she'll stand trial for it and that's just how it's gonna fucking be mm-hmm. and so then uh, Carmichael's uh, partner I'm sorry I don't know that detective's name it, he doesn't have a name yeah. We're going to call him Detective Red Herring. Yes, Detective Red. Herring. Um, <laughs> he goes in, sees her in the hospital, and like, well, just so you know, me and some of the guys on the force, we're on your side, and we don't think you should stand trial for this. Anyway, I gotta go now. He gently pats her hand. Mm-hmm. And what's in her hand, babe? Well, she's handcuffed to the... Well, she was handcuffed to the thing, and he gently pats her hand, and when he walks away, the handcuffs are open. Yeah. Well, she had the the key in her Did hand. Did she have the key? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I saw he unlocked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like opens her hand, the keys in there, oh, okay. and, and then it like does a little like film flicker, and like it's open, and she's like out the window or something, and then we get roll credits to like some garbage music, I think, <laughs> like. Now, is it the band garbage or just garbage music? No, the the band, I think. Like, it was a very, okay. like, 90s, I don't know, grunge punk? I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Peppermint, guys. Peppermint? Mm-hmm. She has peppermint mm-hmm. in her butt. Yeah. D- Diana, would you recommend peppermint in your butt? Uh, if you're prepared for child murder... <laughs> and peppermint in your butt? Uh, no. I don't, I don't recommend peppermint in the butt. But this is... This is not a terrible movie, but it's also not a good movie. So if you come in with lowered expectations, it's like you'll get you'll get surprised in a bunch of places that will make it like, oh, okay, that was cool. Nice. How about you, Ben? There's some really good fight scenes, yeah. and I can't yep. really, like, knock any of the actors. They all did, like, pretty good oh, with yeah. what they had. This movie just, it didn't have enough punch. It needed some more peppermint. I don't <laughs> did, know. It didn't have enough punch in Karen's face? It, there's just something very vanilla about this lady vengeance story. Yeah, it's got to it be strong, yeah. powerful, like peppermint. Yeah, yeah, it just, I don't know, that. there's just something about, I, I wonder if, like, a re-edit of it could just, like, give it more of that emotional and, le- like, visceral oomph you, it needs. You just want that peppermint in the butt line back in the I, w- I, w- I wanted to mock that so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I did! Wait. Yep. But yeah, I mean, am I wrong? Like, did, did it just feel like it was just missing a little more oomph? I I agree with you, Izzy, because it's it's coming after you know it's coming on the tails of like the Takens and the John Wicks and the what have yous. Yeah. So those were interesting because they were gritty and unexpected. But by the time it gets down to here, it's just like it's it's also trying to have it both ways, where it's just like she's only killing the people who are a hundred percent corrupt, and so it's like, but she's you know going against the system the system that's it it to me that's what left me a little bit cold because it's just it's trying to have it to where it's like it's perfectly fine what she's doing but is she wrong everybody yes she is wrong but at the same time she has you know it's it's to me it it, it left too much in my brain to have me truly enjoy it yeah it's like they're trying to make her into like a lady punisher or something but at the same time you don't have scenes where the punisher is crying like five minutes at a yeah, time. Yeah, that's that's my yeah. biggest problem with all these like Lady Vengeance movies is you always just have, it's obligatory to have the scene where she's just in a ball on the floor crying and it's like, no, I kind of just want a tank girl. Right. Ah. And I mean, I guess that's what Harley Quinn is supposed to be. She's not like the other Vengeance girls. Mm-hmm. But that just felt too, that also felt too obligatory like in the other way. This movie's like too gritty to be a PG-13 movie. Like, it's too yeah. violent for that, but it didn't go far enough for an R movie, if that makes agreed. sense. No, agreed. Yeah, I, I remember when this came out, everybody was like, oh my god, this is like the most racist movie ever made because she's going around <laughs> killing a bunch of Mexican guys and blah, 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 too. and whatever. Mm. And it's like, well, because those are the bad guys in the story, but I, okay. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, what, the, the, the last Rambo movie and stuff like that. It's like The last well, Rambo movie was kind of racist. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. Only because everybody in the entire country of Mexico was a racist and a rapist and all that. And, I don't know. Oy. No, but, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't get that at all. But, uh, but I can understand how it's a, a tough movie to, like, be like, oh, yeah, this is a great movie. No, it's like, 
Okay, yeah, if you're looking for a vengeance flick, it's definitely in there. There's child murder, there's all kinds of weird things. There's a whole corrupt system, and a bunch of people living in tent cities, and it's like, you could could really go in on that whole fighting justice whatever kind of thing, the system, Mm -hmm. but it really didn't go there. Or you can go really like PG-13, whatever, popcorn movie, it definitely didn't go there. Right. It was sort of trying but. to do too much and then ended up not doing enough. Like, we all know the car- the cartels are bad. We could, like, I, I could do with, yeah, like, less of the cartels. Because I already know they're bad guys. I don't need to know they're, they're badder guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, maybe, like, yeah, more of, like, the the skid row and, like, why she protects the skid row. Like, we have no idea what the two kids' relationship is to her. Right. Except for that they, like, pe- they peeping Tom her van. They're yeah. they're younger than 12, so therefore she must protect them. But That's they right. didn't really do that. That's they not just the sort point, of... Izzy. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I agree with you. It's just like, is there going to be more to that relationship? It's just like, hey, you're a hostage and a child. I know that will trigger her. And, and that's oh. just it, too. Like, if it's just a random child and yeah. she's in like into protecting children, make it a random child. We don't, like... But if you're going to establish a relationship beforehand, establish a goddamn relationship. Yeah. Yeah, at yeah. the end, uh, she should show up. She should introduce the detective, like, this is our daughter now. Face waterfall, just like face off. There no, no, she should have been like, ha, I only cared about one kid. Pop one in the kid, then pop one in the guy. <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs> you thought that's how you get me? You don't know me! I'm Peppermint, motherfucker! <laughs> And there's no subtlety about whether or not she set Karen on fire. She's like doing it freaking Reservoir Dog style. Yeah, we then she's laughing maniacally and like fades to fire as we then see Karen roasting in her own juices. Ah! No, peppermint. See, you don't even have to waste the money on makeup. You see the burn to the ground structure and them just carry off a bag. <laughs> carry off a stool with a skull on it. Ah! Oh, you know, you, they got the little corner bag. The... <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. I'm just, I'm just thinking about her dancing around, throwing the gasoline on her. Girls just wanna have fun. Uh. Right, and even something like that. Like, what, what is, what so, is Jennifer Gardner's like character trait other than vengeance? Like, what is her personality? Uh, isn't that one of the uh, the female assassin emotions, yeah, Steve? Well, well, guys, I, I mean. She had more character, but then her family was taken from her, so now all she has yeah, is vengeance. Her original character was a beaten down, overworked mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who would do anything, including taking Saturday morning off for her daughter. <laughs> and then the next five years, training to be the Punisher, yeah. So it sounds like uh, three, probably nots. Is that a... It's, it's fine. It's, streaming... it's not, not great. You don't need to pay for it. No, no. If it's on Tubi, watch it if you've got, like, a spare day. (laughs) Fucking Tubi, man. Every time. The joy of Tubi! Alright, well, I guess uh, on that note, we'll take a quick commercial break. Oh, ladies. But when we come back, Mm -hmm. we have more beer. (gasps) Fun facts. And what we learned from Peppermint in the Butthole. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Hemecast. Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Sometimes... I wish a guy would tie me up with licorice ropes, and then he'd spank me, and then he would eat the licorice ropes, and he would free me, and then all of it is happening while um, the Philharmonic is playing Bolero. And you're <laughs> listening to everything I learned from movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Ah, she said it! You get better every week! Ah! <laughs> Man, I love it when the show runs for me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> See, if you have to marry a new co-host, I'm out. <laughs> right. See you, nice Tom. One. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've, uh, I'm a little thirsty. I don't know. You got something to drink over there? Oh, I'm a little sober. So, apropos of nothing in this movie, just because we need to drink it, we have from Asahi <laughs> Brewing in Japan, Asahi Super Dry. Asahi beer is brewed from quality ingredients by using our pure cultured yeast and our advanced brewing techniques. Asahi beer has excellent richness, truly refreshing and drinkability, satin smoothness all year round. You can enjoy great taste of Asahi beer. Nice. Yeah, this is 5.2% alcohol by volume. Oh. Super nice. I didn't get this at the liquor store. Oh, <laughs> that extra 0.2%. Ooh, oh, watch out now. I'm going to pop this top. Ah, oh, top. My top. Nice. Sorry, just making sure it wasn't going to bubble over. We we had a bottle bomb last night. Aw. 
All right. Oh, and uh, this is in a 21 uh, ounce bottle. And the pour. It is exceedingly effervescent, which is normal for an international lager. It's a beautiful white foamy head. Lots of tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. Tiny bubbles. I'll sing to Steve. Yeah! She knows all our tropes! <laughs> Smells a little light struck. Won't lie. Ooh, ooh, ooh can yeah. I do all the all the tropes? Ah, damn it, cat, you punched me in the nuts. Damn it, pickles. <laughs> yeah, she's one of us. She must listen to the show. <laughs> and how. Yeah, a little, well, it doesn't uh, taste as light struck as it smelled. Yeah, it's got a me. little green apple, but yeah, not too bad. Uh, definitely stronger with the, oh, damn it, pickles hurt us. Now he's come to jump on my nuts. <laughs> oh, no. Hello, jingly bell, dumbass. <laughs> gotta reach over and jingle his bell if you're gonna call it the jingly bell i blame myself over there for <laughs> he heard you diana he hasn't heard shit he hasn't heard shit in five years but he heard you <laughs> he's like is that diana i'm old pet me oh, oh my god goodness. this cat's so old yeah. auntie diana is here sweetie <laughs> uh yeah would either of you ladies be interested in any fun facts if I may, Izzy. Go for it. Would they happen to be super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Ah, they are! <laughs> I love it! <laughs> Danny, you can do all of my taglines all of the time. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll just have to have uh, Izzy as a special guest. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, Rotten Tomatoes, you know how we do. Diana, what do you think the critics thought of Peppermint? Okay. Oh, 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 hold on one second. This is not my actual guess, but I'm just... Oh, the critics are not going to like this. I'm going to give it my super generous 17%. Okay, not... <laughs> Damn uh, it, she took my pick. I'm sorry, Diane. Uh, uh, Izzy, would you <laughs> like to guess too? Okay, okay. Actually accurate. The critics are not going to like this. Um, I'm going to say 32%. 32? All right. Izzy? I'm going to take Diana's original pick of 17%. <laughs> Izzy is closest. It is 13% no! with the critics. So you got to go with your gut. But nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What about that audience? Ugh. Well, given that 13%, I'm going to go again with my 32%. <laughs> I'm going to go the opposite. 23. 70% with the audience. What? Really? Yeah, so the... Uh, well, uh, Granted, it's people going to a movie called Peppermint where they saw the trailer about Peppermint the Butthole in Lady Vengeance. Uh -huh. 70% of them liked it. All right, all right. Yeah, it makes sense, right? Okay. Yeah. $25 million budget, U.S. gross 35.4, worldwide gross 53.9, so technically, like, broke even just about. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Which surprised me, I'm not going to lie. Because yeah. I, I heard, like, nobody watched this, you know? Uh, Jennifer Garner trained for months in MMA fighting, knife fighting, and how to handle firearms to prepare for her role in this film. As the flashback? Yeah, that's her. Yeah, she's huh? <laughs> she's going against Ronda Rousey, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you know, as to sell Girl Scout cookies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you do the hard sell, those thin mints, you know. My, my, my fellow den member died for these cookies <laughs> we're raising money for peppermint's funeral would you like to buy a box of cookies wow wow 
I can sell some goddamn cookies, Steve. <laughs> Prove it. No. All right. so, uh, I sold my way to camp a couple of times, both with Girl Scout cookies and Campfire Girl candy. It's not that hard to sell uh, the, like, basically pork, York peppermint patty knockoffs and almond rocas, though. Huh. There you go. Uh, in Fast and Furious, the, the fourth one, 2009, John Ortiz plays a South American drug dealer with cops on his payroll. In this film, he plays a detective chasing a South American drug dealer with cops on his payroll. That's right. That, that was the, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, detective Red Herring. He was, uh, oh, one of the, right. he was the bad guy drug dealer in the fourth Fast and Furious. Okay. All righty. Uh, after breaking into Peg's house, I'm uh, sorry, Karen's house, we'll say, <laughs> uh, Riley steals a maxi pad from her bathroom medicine cabinet and uses it to cover her bleeding wound. In real life, the pad was originally designed for injuries and wounds as it could soak up blood and not mm-hmm. leave messes before it was rebranded as a feminine hygiene product. Yeah, it could uh, be both. When we had livestock, we always kept like overnight maxi pads in in case one of the horses like scratched their legs because it's a really, it's a sterile small package that has its own adhesive. You can just wrap around there. There you go. Smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the movie's premise closely resembles the one from 1994's Blue Tiger, starring Virginia Madsen going up against the Yakuza. I mean, Ooh. Uh, uh, sounds like we should do that one, too. Right? Uh, since that was a fairly unknown action movie going straight to DVD in most territories, most comments refer to this as a gender swap version of Death Wish or Law Abiding Citizen. Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever. Thanks, IMDb. Any guesses on how many people Riley kills in this movie? Oh. oh, Diana, would you like to go first? Okay, three for the people hanging on the roller coaster, a uh, couple of ADAs, um, Peg, and then okay, uh, I'm gonna go with thirteen. Izzy, um, so we're not we're only counting like people we saw dead in the movie. We're not there, estimating. There, there are five off screen that does include. Yeah, that. okay, but yeah. we're not like estimating how many people she killed in Brazil or anything. In Brazil. When she was training for her MMA and all that before she came back? Did she kill people down in Brazil when she I was I don't know. Are no, we estimating no. for that? It, it, in the events of the movie, like the three days okay. of vengeance. Um, I'm going to go with 23. She kills 43 people. What? what? That includes five off screen. So we see her kill 38 people in this movie. Do we? Yeah. Think of the pinata factory or, you know, the little oh. bodega thing. Uh, the, the, I mean, the whole big thing at Garcia's mansion or whatever. Uh, I, I mean, oh, yeah, the final warehouse thing, Garcia, you know, probably a couple oh. cops who weren't acting right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of death in this one. <laughs> Dang. But ladies, we've now reached the most important part. What did we learn from Peppermint? Uh, Diana, as our guest, would you like to hear Izzy go first? Yeah, that'd be great. Um, let's see. I'm trying to figure out if what I learned from it, I really learned, but it seems ambiguous. I try to look up to see if Peg is dead. The internet cannot uh, agree. The internet doesn't agree. They're very mixed on it. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like half of them are like, no, she burned that fucking house to the ground. And I was like, no, she just beat her up. Um, I learned uh, little girls have peppermint in their butts. Oh boy. How about you, Diana? <laughs> Uh, I learned that it takes five years for you to become combat ready. Nice. Uh, I learned kukris are great choppers. 
And also, this is there's a very specific reason you don't get face tattoos. Yeah. Look, I've said it before, both in public and on this year podcast. No neck tattoos till you've made your first million. Just hedge your bets. There you go. Wait, do you, do you adjust for your location, kind of like real estate? No, I mean, if you really, really, really want a neck tattoo, like mm-hmm. if you've made your first million dollars, get your neck tattoo. You've okay. earned it. Oh, okay. So that's actually very important if you've earned your first million, because in 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 California real estate, if you buy a property and then the, the real estate explodes and it's worth over a million dollars, that does not count, people. No, yeah, yeah okay. Oh, no. If if you have a million dollars in liquid assets, like really available, liquid. not invested in property or yeah. you know, some sort of industry, you business, didn't just whatever. make up your own stocks like yeah. Bezos to make yourself the richest guy. Yeah, not a million dollars in crypto make believe shit. Yeah, not a million dollars in doggo coins. Like mm. like. <laughs> You cash that check from your first professional sports contract, mm-hmm. maybe you can do the face tattoo now. You know, I'll even count, I will even count, like, bonds and CDs. Like, something oh, yeah, where yeah, that's, course, like, stable, but you uh, you may not have it for, like, seven, ten years, but, like, you can live off the interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's tattooed. Yeah, if that's those, what you want. Those instruments are backed. But, you know, like, have a backup plan. So if your current employer's like, oh, neck tattoos? Mm, you can be like, eh, fuck you, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. There it is. There you go. Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Diana, especially, thank you so much for joining <gasps> yes, us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? I do. It's called Happily Ever Aftermath. It is the podcast that revisits the movies that influenced how we view love and romantic relationships. And uh, don't watch this movie for my podcast, but actually watch <laughs> this movie if you want to. That's all. But uh, I've had some amazing guests on my podcast, particularly the uh, wonderful Steve and the lovely Izzy. That's <gasps> and, uh, and if you are just hearing about it for the first time, find out a co- find a couple of their episodes so you can have like a nice like smooth transition from uh, <laughs> peppermint discussion to like you know say hey how about romancing the stone? Uh? Hey. Uh, how Steve got all his dating tips from Re- Revenge, Revenge of the, of the Nerds. Nerds? Yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. Still got the Darth Vader mask. There it is. Oh, wait. No. No. <laughs> bad Steve. No, no bad Steve. Bad Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Why Steve and Izzy uh, want to be Nick and Nora and not from Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, there but it is. from the, the Thin the, Man. The real movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the OG Nick and Nora. Yeah. And where can we find Happily Ever Aftermath? We're on all the podcast apps and, uh, you know, the regular ones, uh, i.e. iTunes and, and what have you. Um, but, uh, yeah, you, you can also, uh, you know, poke at me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. See what's up. Nice. Pokey, poke, poke, poke. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I also have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares as an artist at untidyvenus.etsy.com. I also... Oh, and if you're over at untidyvenus.etsy.com, Diana has a promo code. Oh, yeah. What, what is Diana's get... promo code? Oh yeah, Heemcast. Use Heemcast, and that's what I got to do today. I am upping all the podcast, the podcast codes to 20% off. (gasps) Right. You didn't run this past me. As your business manager, I forbid it. Oh, I did. You were just drinking and watching football. Fuck. All right, that checks out. (laughs) Nah, unfortunately, Etsy put me in a position where I had to raise my prices. Uh, If 
because of the way their new search algorithms work. But if you're finding me directly from the podcast, I'm not getting charged those fees. So you get a discount. Yeah. Yeah. Use that discount promo code. And, and I believe you also have a, uh, a tea public and a red bubble. I have a tea public at untidy Venus. I have a red bubble under Izzy creates. Cause I made that before I created my untidy Venus ID and I've got a Patreon. Guys, come what? join the Sticker of the Month Club. For four bucks a month, you can get a sticker every single month. Yeah. One of my designs. I enrolled Diana in the Sticker of the Month Club, even though she donates more, because she's amazing. Oh, you're so sweet. And uh, may I also point out on the Tee Public, I happen to be wearing a guest host designed uh, <gasps> wonderful t shirt right now. Is that the guest ghost? Guest ghost! Oh, yeah! She did it! Man, but if you want to see it, check it out. <laughs> UntidyVenus.etsy.com and or TeePublic and or Redbubble. Yeah. When that got ordered, I was like, I feel like that's Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Also available in stickers and pens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. You've turned that into a sticker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you can find us on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Uh, but you can also hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at E I L F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. Movies. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Diana. And this is everything, everything I learned from movies. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.